Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live here at Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery in the heart of downtown Bellevue. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, LB Duchess, with co-host Jason Rendon of Seattle Wine Exchange. Hello. Renessa Rio, of, um, our love CEO of Three Step Dating. Hey there. hey there. And we have guest host Amalia of Blue Shoes Media. Hello. Amalia. She's going to be chatting about um, fashion and some upcoming shows she's involved in. Yes, ma'am. Pretty excited. So feel free to give a call in today at 323-843-6090. We're going to be chatting about unsavvy guests. And you can imagine that this has come from real life experience. So I'm sure it's going to uh, be real. It's going to be real. (laughs) Today's show is brought to you by Seattle Wine Exchange um, Club and Gunnar Nordstrom's Gallery. By art, it makes you feel better. Alrighty, so unsavvy guests, socially acceptable and unacceptable, are socially savvy hints. What else do we got to talk about? How is everybody doing today? I'm doing awesome. fantastic. I know, you've been silly since the moment you walked in the door. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm feeling really, really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're not. I have a couple reasons why, actually nine reasons nine why. Reasons, and we will nine talk about that. Why. We're, and, and that is actually going to be for next week. That's so next that's week. Next week. Sexually savvy. No. Socially <laughs> savvy sex talk. Yes. <laughs> we don't know who. who yeah, we got to figure out who. I was going to say, we got to figure out who's going to sponsor it. Yeah. So we'll be all over that. So if you're listening to the show and you like the topic, just give us a call in and we'll we'll talk. All right. So today we're going to be drinking Cannon Ridge. Um, they are, 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 I'm sorry, Cannon, Canoe Ridge Vineyards Wine. They are a new sponsor of ours. Uh, they were gracious enough to be uh, wine tasting sponsors at the uh, Socially Savvy Pre-Funk for my birthday this last weekend. <coughs> so it was very fun. Wonderful birthday party, by the way. Thank you. It was I a lot of fun. all the desserts. They're still there. <laughs> They're still there. <laughs> There's probably not much to be there because she does gluten-free and no added sugar. Sugar-free or isn't it? Yeah, gluten-free, no added sugar or sugar-free, depending. I'm sure that those ones had sugar because I was demanding, I wanted cherry frosting and, and cherry cake, and, and she did a fabulous, fabulous yeah, the job. the cupcakes were delicious. And this, this is the second of cupcakes. And she, oh, I've had those before. Yeah, she's They're really good. She does everything from um goods to as we get into the holidays, she does spices for turkeys and for holidays. I mean, she, she it's amazing the stuff that she does. So, we'll we're going to have her back on the show to talk about some great gift ideas for um coming into the holidays that are unique and, and very fun. Um Anyway, I was going to go right into our socially savvy news. It's uh, today's the Jewish New Year. Yes, lots of new beginnings. Uh, and it's funny because I, you know, I was looking at the calendar, all these little things pop up. It's like, oh, okay, let's chat about this a little bit because I was never really aware what the meaning was and and how long it goes from Sunday through tomorrow. This isn't a one-day gig. No, Jewish no. people, they know how to party. They party, party for a few days. Yeah, everything is drawn out. I well, like yeah, I absolutely. like that. So I learned that it's the first of the holy days, and um, it usually occurs in the northern hemisphere for our autumn, is what they were saying. Uh, Two-day celebration, it begins on the first day of the month, the first month of the Jewish calendar. So I thought it was interesting. Apparently, the anniversary of the creation of Adam is what it was, is what the whole connotation came from. So we're... We think we started the calendar. It was started way before then. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. 
different timelines. Different timelines. So anyway, we want to wish everybody a um, happy Jewish New Year. Uh, The other fun is I had the privilege of meeting and working with um, Bertrand Thomas, founder of Codely Cosmetics this weekend, and his family-owned vineyards. Now, wow. Jason, can you pronounce this? La Hoste de Smith? La Hoste de Smith. La yes, Hoste de Smith. Uh, the wine we're going to taste today is uh, Sauvignon Blanc base. Sauvignon Blanc base. Now, I have to tell you the story behind this. This is French. So they flew it in. I'm not sure from where. I'm sure that they have a place that they bring in in the United States um, ahead of time. But uh, they were like, okay, how many people are going to be at your event and, and all this kind of stuff. And I'm sitting there having to pour this wine. And I'm I'm in my my work environment. Mm-hmm. I'm watching these people just totally enjoy this wine, and I'm looking at it, going, "I don't get to have any. This is not fair." So at the very end of the event, there was a little bit left in the bottle. I corked it and hit it, <laughs> so we could try it on air today. <laughs> so, Mr. Jason, tell us a little bit about what you what your experience tells you about this. Uh, it's got slight oak in it. Uh, it's a Sauvignon uh, Sauvignon Blanc. Um, I don't know how long it's barreled. Uh, I can look that up, but it's got a very nice aroma to it. Not as sharp as uh, like a Washington wine, mm-hmm. you know, because Washington wines, they're a lot in stainless steel barrels. Yeah. Uh, this one probably isn't because it's got that oaky, buttery flavor. Yeah, it's got a, um, and I'm not usually an oaky person, but in this, it just is really beautiful. <laughs> right. It's very nice. So it was very, it was very fun having a cross because the, they take uh, the whole marriage and symbiotic relationship of this particular company with uh, this particular vineyard with Caudalie is they have a whole skincare line that comes from the uh, grapevines mm-hmm. that helps with nourishing the skin, it helps with fighting antioxidants, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So they found and proven that it has um, some great regenerative powers to it. Very tasty for a day like today. Oh, fabulous. Okay, so let's see here. Um, Our topic, socially unsavvy guests. So, of course, when you're talking something like this, I wanted to start out with the definition because I think a lot of people, again, so much gets lost in translation and assumption. Sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) So the noun description of a guest is a person who is invited to visit the home of or partake in a function organized by another. Function. 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 Did I say something different? No. Okay. No, because I've got to clarify that because my socially unsavvy guest was at a function of ours, so. Yes, mine too. And I think most people's, but, you know. Yeah, that, so that's, that's, that's a little bit, little definition. Um, here's what I get. The whole idea of being a guest, you've been invited somewhere. Yes. At what point? Because you've been invited somewhere, do people believe that that is carte blanche to do whatever they want? I do. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I go to any event doing whatever I want. You're not mean and rude. <laughs> but wait, are you talking okay, so about... Let's get a little precise. I mean, I go and do whatever I want. Whatever I want is really being social, connecting people. But really, are you talking about being rude? We're talking about unsavvy. Unsavvy. We, we, yeah, unsavvy guests. So... There's the, the connotation that, that or the, the thing that I try to wrap my brain around. So so let me give you a little for instance here. <clears throat> the guest of honor at a party yes. has a bottle of bubbly. Mm. And they're out socializing. Um, another friend shows up with three other acquaintances of, of the, the birthday person. 
Yes. Okay. Fine. We're talking about me. I'm tired of trying to jump. This happened to your birthday this party. This happened at my birthday party. At your birthday oh no. Party. Oh wow. And so one of these acquaintances, which I'd only met in that previous 48 hours, uh, decided to take a liking to my bubbly and pour it for themselves without asking um, more than once, and didn't think anything of it. Your husband said I can have the bottle. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 no, darling, I don't think it was you. Wow. No. It's just so well, I was kind of dumbstruck because I eventually got over there and by the time I got over there, you know, I I think I'd had half the bottle. So this other person had drank the other half of the bottle. Wow. And that's crazy. Can I say something like, I think as, as nice as you are, people think and attach themselves to whatever you have. But Food, it, alcohol, but it doesn't matter. Bags, See, like we just think whatever LB has, it's ours. But that doesn't right. make any sense. I mean, seriously, it, it, why would you go into, unless somebody hands something to you, unless somebody gives something to you, why would you walk over to a table that you're not sitting at and grab a bottle that you did not pay for Go and hunt down a glass, for God's sake, because you've yeah. ordered nothing, and and drink somebody else's beverages. What is it in in our culture that we seem to think there's a, there is a large percentage of our culture that seems to think that this behavior is okay? Yeah, and technically at a birthday party, because you know when I own my nightclub, whoever's throwing the birthday party and you go to that person's birthday party, it's etiquette to buy that person a drink. Oh yeah, yeah. not drink. Yeah. That is, yeah. that drink. is you are etiquette. Giving, that you're is not taking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're like, can I get you a shot? Can I get you a you know a glass of wine? Can I get you? Can I refill your drink? Whatever that case is. I mean, it's not etiquette to buy the person a bottle. That's not necessary. Right. That's a little bit much. But it is etiquette to buy that person. A Especially drink. if the bottles like in front of you are. In a spot where it's like not at, not in view of all the other bottles. Well, this bottle was over in the corner. It was with mm-hmm. my birthday flowers. I wasn't sitting right next to it. They weren't sitting right next to it. They were, you know, another little section away. It just it struck me as okay. You know, we talk about. I, I always try to be so nice about what I'm talking about and try to be more political, not politically correct, but just more kind of diplomatic. Diplomatic about mm-hmm. the approach. But I'm there is nothing diplomatic about an unsavvy guest. Okay, so what did so, you do? Oh, no, yeah. go ahead. No, I want to know. Was this a friend or was this a guest of a friend? Was this, this was person a, specifically this was invited? a guest of a friend. Okay. And this is this is where it even goes one step further. If if you're a guest, you've been invited to this event. You've been invited to be right. a part of their life. You've been, been invited to be a part of this moment. So your obligation as a guest should be to enhance that event. Everything yeah. that you're doing when you are invited should be to enhance it, not to detract from it. So that means enhancing means you're giving something to the event, not yeah. taking away from it. Yes. Yeah. And this is where I start to get dumbstruck. Now, if you are the guest of a guest, you need to go even farther. You weren't directly invited. Nobody really knows you. So you should be honored to be attending. Or, it, it, I mean, I would have... Ex- Expected that they there would have been I don't know I just I just find myself dumbstruck. Oh, yeah. So what, Vanessa? So what did you do? Um, well, by the time I figured it out, there was nothing I really could do. I went to my friend and I was like, "What?" The? And she's like, "I'm sorry." And I was like, "Okay." I just I'm moved on with my party. I'd be like, "Listen, you guys need to go refill my drink." 
Like, why not? I like, thought about calling them out. I thought about alcohol, calling them out. You're bold enough to refill it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and I did think about that, but at that point, I had been drinking enough that I just wanted to have a good time. But this is why I wanted to bring it up because you know, how do you deal with unsavvy guests before an event, during an event, and after an event? Now, before an event, there's a lot of of uh, preparation you can do. As far as, like, if, if I had had somebody running the event for me, I would tell them, you know, we've had several different events where we've had drunk people show up. Um, right. It'd be unacceptable, and then we'll, you know, tell them, escort them out. You're going to deal with the backlash. I think that's the first thing to realize is when you're dealing with an unsavvy guest, they're going to retaliate. It's, they just are because, number one, if they make a habit of this, they don't care about you. Yeah. What are we showing me? We're showing you a picture of Sibian. Oh, Lord. Sibian will be talking about Sibian <laughs> next week. Google Sibian. Google Sibian. Sibian would not be an unwanted guest, okay? We'll yes. just go there. We love Sibian. Now, is Sibian a savvy guest? We'll talk about that next week, too. So there's there's one situation. Um, another one that was brought up to me to a, um, by a listener, which I love this. Um, another example. They uh, A friend of theirs sent out wedding invitations to the Mr. and Mrs., we invite Mr. and Mrs. blah, blah, blah to show up to our event. Now, I don't know if they RSVP'd or not. It sounds like they didn't, but they showed up with four children in tow. No. No, it's an adult. If, if you have any hesitation or question, you ask, because that is ultimately rude. And this is what I was posting earlier, was everything, absolutely everything costs money. If you've got an event for five people, you've taken into account if you're inviting them to dinner, which, you know, that a lot of times in a wedding, there's some kind of a sit-down dinner you've paid per person. Yes. Especially an event like that. Those those caterers are, are judging it by the per person, and they're going to charge them 40 50 60 bucks a person. They don't care. Mm-hmm. They, that's not so their job. So what do you do with the four kids? I don't know. I just She just told me the story. And it's like, okay, so how would you handle that at that point? It's kind of like... This is where I think our culture has gotten so far out of control that we're, we don't take responsibility to communicate. We just assume. Well, I was invited. Yeah. Well, you know I have four kids, so of course I'm going to bring them. Uh, no, if I was inviting you to a sex fest, you wouldn't bring the four kids. Now, would you? No. So let's take it to an extreme. Or the four baby daddies. Or, or the four baby daddies, exactly. <laughs> wow. you know, oh, yeah, you've got four kids by four different husbands. Let's just invite all of them, too. You know, hey, at what point? There's nothing wrong with having four baby daddies. No, but at what point, when somebody invites you to something, does it get to the point where it's not, where you stop it? Yeah. Well, there you go. I, yeah. I, the top. Oh, my God, Vanessa, you're killing me. There's not enough wine tonight. And I'm sober. <laughs> Good Lord, somebody give her a drink. Good Lord. Yeah. Are you trying to demonstrate an unsavvy guest today? Unsavvy guest. I'm the unsavvy, socially savvy killer. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've never been married, so I can't answer the wedding question. But, but I do know that, you know, being a mom and having friends with other kids, the people, some parents get offended when you don't invite the kids and it's not, not about everything the kids. is a kid event no it's not about the kids and so you know them hiring a babysitter for those three hours or four hours or whatever it is that's their issue is, yeah is their issue and much cheaper than you having to pay for four kids to eat at your 
wedding under catered right. prices. Well, and I'm always I'm always surprised by let's let's run with this what you're talking yeah. about by um, parents who get offended because their children aren't invited or because they can't drag their kids everywhere. So does that mean people should be offended that you have children? You know, there, again, yeah. there comes a point where you have to step in and use a little bit of common sense. I have different lifestyle choices. You have different lifestyle choices. This is one of the big issues with politics and why we're running into so many social issues with politics. People don't respect that we have different lifestyle choices yes. and different opinions. Well, and people don't sometimes take the time to ask the question. Like, you just assume. So here's an example a little bit. It's not a wedding, but... So I go to a lot of events, I throw a lot of events, I work, but I also have a 10-year-old daughter who's at that age now where there's some events she can come to. Like five years ago, God, I would never bring her in there, but now, you know, she has good manners and there's yeah. some things where she can come to. And, and sometimes I'll see an event and I'll be like, oh, it's all ages or it's kids or they want me to come. And I'll ask. Well, you've even asked me. Would it be appropriate if my 10-year-old, you know, joined me? Yeah. And it's okay to say no. Yeah. That's fine. I'm just asking, you know, like. And don't I think, bring her next Monday. Right. Don't yeah, worry. No, next Monday would be bad. Monday's going to be bad. <laughs> Not a good day. Yeah. Talk about, I mean, there's the judgment part, and then there's just. But I think that's that. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I think a lot of people stopped communicating and stopped asking because they don't want to hear the no. They want to do whatever the hell it is that they want to do. And like I, ta- I think I talked last week when um, I ran into, when I was in the restaurant and the one person decided that they were not just going to answer a call at the restaurant table, two tables down. They were, in fact, going to answer the call and put it on freaking speakerphone. You know, yeah. that's when I got my little panties in a bunch and I walked over there and said something to them. And I have to tell you, my heart was racing because I was it was a combination of being anxious about going over and saying something and also being so angry, being angry that I actually had to go over and say something. Because I realized that if I don't start standing on some principles and and start being a catalyst for acknowledging these yeah. things, if we as a culture don't start saying, you know, I'm sorry, this isn't about being politically correct anymore. This isn't about being nicey-nice. This is about, you know, I'm sorry, I'm going to look right at you and go, knock it the hell off. Yes. It's not just about you. Yeah. Well, why is it okay to compliment people but not okay to, like, tell them when they're doing something wrong? Oh, because, you know, you might hurt little Donnie's feelings and then he's going to grow that's up and he's going to become an axe murderer and it's going to be all your fault. <laughs> but that's a great question. Please. Good one, LB. Good one. Oh. Yeah, we definitely, you know, it's not a win-win situation when it comes to the police, you know, when you're not knowing how to act and function in today's society. Well, and, and I understand, you know, again, in the whole confrontational part of it, I get that. Um, I don't like to be confronted very, I, I try really hard not to do anything to get confronted. Um, and I tell people up front, if I do or say anything that offends you, please come and tell me, and here's what I preface it with. But allow me my emotion. Allow me the moment to have whatever it is I'm going to have. And then if we need to, we'll circle back around. And I think that's what people are most afraid of. They're afraid of your response and them having to deal with it. Mm -hmm. People don't want to deal with anything. That's why they love Twitter. That's why they love Facebook. That's why they love all kinds of social media because they can say and do whatever they want. And no Very little ramification. And I really feel like if move forward and not be completely um, you're going to have to start reassessing what it is to be social. This is not old rules, a uh, no-hold bar. There are rules. There are, yes. are parameters in which if you're going to be out, you've got to 
well, first off, you've got to know the rules to be able to know when to break the rules. But most people don't know the rules, and most people are always in a state of assumption. Like, oh, that person didn't know. They make excuses for a lot of people. That's true. They assume so that true. They, and we need to stop making yeah, excuses. We need to make a lot of excuses. And if we're going to be putting stuff on Facebook or Twitter or going to yeah. social events, then we should be able to put ourselves out there and then see what comes back to us. What are the mirroring that's coming back to us? Is it you not inviting those friends again to another party? Yeah. yeah. Is it, you know, letting other people know that that's something you don't want to be a part of? Is it stating your own? Sometimes you don't know who did it. Uh, we, ever, we, have a, we all have a mutual friend. She had oh, yeah. a party at her house, and somebody had spilled wine on her laptop and didn't tell no, didn't oh, say anything. Oh, good Lord. And, uh, yeah. So, so laptop, did they know or did they not know? <laughs> well, that's an unknown question, but our group of friends, we all stood up and helped, you know, a little here, a little there, and she got a new laptop back. But it's just those, you know, friends, those other people that you invite over, and they go into that closed-door room, or they go and they drink yeah. the wine. You know, but yeah. I guess I, I that's where I struggle. It's like okay, so those those things that happen that you are unaware of. But what is it? It's almost like you know the criminal intent. You want to you know wrap yourself around what it is it that they are thinking, and I think it really does come down to that entitled. They just feel like, well, I'm here. Why I'm fabulous? Why wouldn't you just give me everything? Okay. Why you know um I'm you invited me. Well, why wouldn't I just mooch off you? You know, we, we have some social people who are out socializing a lot, and um, mooch is the only word I can think of because every time we've invited these people along with us, they'll eat and drink everything, but they never offer to never. even yeah. throw a tip down. These are nice people, but I just want to look at them and go... Somebody needs to tell them. Do, do, I, I, and and the, the, the thing I struggle with is my first in, instinct is to look at them and go, do I owe you something? Did, did I miss something? Yeah. I need to apologize. Do I owe you some money for something? You know, I mean, you want to you wanna open a conversation and derail them right off the bat? Start off with an apology. If you think you're yep. going to get into a situation with somebody where they're going to be combatant, start off with an apology. I'm sorry, do I owe you some money or do I owe you something? Well, well, why would you say that? Well, because you keep drinking all my booze and eating all my food and not putting anything on the table. I'm really confused. I must have done something. <laughs> yes. I like that. I like that, too. Yeah. That's not passive-aggressive, either. <laughs> hey, Gunner Nursery Gallery in the heart of downtown Bellevue, where quality, playfulness, and good sense of value have always been an important aspect of work exhibited there. It's the perfect place to visit when you're looking to purchase art. Buy art. It makes you feel better. Bata. So, Jason, I think we have a second wine tasting before we go on with this topic. We have another one. We do, we do. This is another Chardonnay from Canon Rouge. And there we go. I love the sound of wine pouring. It's not wine pouring. It's wine pouring. Sounds like someone's peeing. Stop it. It does not. Okay. That's what it sounds like on the radio. No, it doesn't. Because whenever (laughs) I've listened to it, it doesn't sound like peeing. Ping doesn't sound so pretty. And it doesn't have a little chime at the end. My ping does. Oh, good Lord. Oh, Here God. we go. I can see her now. She's all, tinkle, 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 tinkle. <laughs> Harvey, I'm done now. Please wipe. No, honey, that's where the, the third the third seashell comes from. Oh, right. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. We Love it. Okay, so unsavvy guests. So we've covered, you know, when they're there, and we've talked a little bit about that. What do you what do you do when you're going into an event and it's a public event and you know you're going to be dealing with it? What what kinds of things do you guys do? I mean, obviously you have somebody in charge of the event, and you probably let them know we may be running into this problem, maybe run into that problem. If you're sitting at a table, you seat them away from people that they could cause real problems with. Um, 
But I had somebody oversimplify it. One of the um, listeners oversimplified on my post when I brought this up. They said, well, well, just don't invite them. That would be nice. No, they show up. But we know that, I mean, that we've had people show up that we didn't invite, and they just make themselves at home. And, you know, and a lot of times these people are very obnoxious. They are very vocal. They can be very embarrassing. Uh, what kinds of things do you Loud. do to deal with, with those types of situations? Take them to the side and go, listen up. Threaten yeah. their life? Threaten <laughs> their life. At that point, Take you kinda, their toys away? <laughs> you, you kinda, you're at a crutch where you either pull them aside and say you weren't invited, and then now you're really not friends. Because sometimes you're like, you don't want to invite somebody just to like leave it alone. Right. You know, where you're just like, let's just not talk about it, and you know, you move on, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes if you were to bring it up with that person, they kind of go ballistic, and next thing you know, you're on, you know, various websites. Dirty.com. Yeah. I mean, I think it really depends on what the behavior is because you're really into containment at that point if they've showed yeah. up and they're not invited. And you've done your part at the beginning to really, you know, communicate the expectations of the event in terms of what you're going to be doing, what you should wear, when you should get there, when you know, all of those things right. when you're trying to produce an event. But at that point, you're containing. I mean, are they belligerently drunk and making everybody uncomfortable and yeah, hurt I, I, I know like when I own my nightclub one of the big things is if they're a homie or they're not a homie you know that was if there's somebody gotcha. you know and you're like I need to protect this girl I need to protect this guy I'm going to pull you to the side hey you need to kick it come and sit down have some water yeah. relax you're getting a little loud and you can have that conversation with somebody then that's, that's definitely the opportunity to do so if they're not that person then it's how are you that responsible for that person like what makes you feel what's your like, relationship yeah. yeah then if that means that person gets kicked out if that person gets made look like a you know jackpot in front of everybody else you know that's their reputation that's who they well, and are this is this is where we are talking about the extremes at this point because you know those people that you can communicate with and just say hey you know did you yeah. know um you know and however you choose to work with it, yeah, the whole idea is to stop encouraging these people to do these and things by changing. Like, exactly. Nah, say, like, listen, exactly. How you're acting right now, you're embarrassing me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Seriously, and you're I think embarrassing me. You're acting crazy, stupid. You know. And I think we need to have that those conversations at the same time. It's kind of like in one this one particular instance. This is mm-hmm. uh, somebody that um, a few of us know, and I've debated with the the thought process of okay if somebody gets that obnoxious it's going to be a problem then you are, you are yeah. well not even if they even if they weren't invited but now you're faced with the fact of if they're going to be very vocal um you're going to need to be vocal too yeah so if they take it to, to. i think you get security and kick them out no i'm talking about if it if, if it goes like for for instance this one particular person that i'm thinking of um if there's an altercation the first thing that they're going to do is they're going to go ballistic on facebook and they're going to badmouth and literally be quote unquote screaming all over facebook um, and saying all kinds of things because now their little feelings have been hurt. Um, these are the types of situations that you're looking at dealing with, and, and how do you deal with those ramifications? Well, it's like any other bully. I really feel like we're getting to the point where it's like any other bully, and you you have to stop it. So in other words, you have to be willing to go, okay, you know what, you're going to get loud and obnoxious, I can get louder and more obnoxious, and I'm going to call you out on your crap, and I'm going to yeah, post definitely it. Definitely fight fire with fire. And I really hate to say that, but we're getting to the point where the unacceptable, the unsavvy behavior is getting so out of control. I try to be passive and just let somebody just kind of roll over me. 
And then I eventually, like, had to fight fire with fire. Like, listen, I don't like the way you're talking. If you're going to continue that process, this is what my ramifications are. Yeah. And you have to do that, you know, because that person was bullying me with their words and what they were saying to me. Well, I had one person, I took him aside and, you know, talked to him and said, you know, you really shouldn't do that. Yeah. You really, you know, have you ever thought about that? And then once that was ignored, then I got a little bit stronger to the point now. I was just like, I'm just not talking to him. Yeah. I just, you know, know, pleasantries, hey, all right, how you doing? And it's sad. You You have to gain your dignity back. I think if people don't realize how important dignity is. And so when somebody is attacking your party or attacking your event or creating chaos or embarrassing you, they're attacking your dignity. Yeah. And, and, you know, for us to be passive about it and and go like, you know, oh, I shouldn't say anything. Oh, I'm going to push it to the side. Or, oh, I'm going to ignore that. We're just feeding the problem. Yeah. I mean, really, you know, it's okay to to say something to that person. And it's okay to, like, I remember at my nightclub, I would say, oh, you know what? Because you're that drunk, the police are on their way. So instead of the police coming, I'm going to put you in a cab. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I was like, oh, I just got notified the police are coming. Yeah. Let's get I'm you out of here. Let me get favor. you out of yeah. here. Yeah. Like, let me do you a favor. Yeah. No, that's a, I like that. That's a good approach. If you yeah. can find a way to make it look yeah, like you're... Get them out of here. Like, okay. They're like, oh, favor. thank you so much, Vanessa. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, bye-bye. <laughs> I'm saving you. I'm saving me, you from me if I'm going to kill you or not. Get them out. Oh, my goodness. I, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to do pop chips. Because we're all munching on pop chips. We love pop chips. These high sweet chili awesome. potatoes. Nice and so salty good. in the mouth. Especially <laughs> oh, savvy. Oh, Lord. Oh, good God. <laughs> Favorite, delicious, all natural, healthier. That's pop chips. When they say it couldn't be done, they raised the snack bar. Thanks to the magic of popping, they found a way to pop all that flavor in. <laughs> Okay, I was watching The View. Oh. I was watching The View. One of the, the I don't know about you guys. I was like, ooh, and they, were, they were actually. I'm not done. I'm not done. I know. And they were actually talking about how you can make anything sound anything. sexy by the way Let you use your words. Let me keep like going. Let me keep going. 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 I'm going to lay back and enjoy. Are you going to enjoy this? Yeah. Okay, finish it. Finish, finish baby. Finish it. already. Finish my pop talk. <sighs> They get another bag in here. Okay. They found a way to pop all that flavor in while keeping the fake stuff and more than half of that fat of fried chips. It's always good when it's real, not fake. With 10 different flavors or speeds. Oh, good Lord. There's only nine. (laughs) There is something for everyone. Find them at your grocery store near you. Thank you, Pop Chips. We do love Pop Chips. We do. <laughs> and if they were here now, I don't even I know. Pop chips would be like, "Wow, wow, that's real." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've uh, chatted a little bit about the unacceptable before, and drinking. Uh, let's finish up this wine taste. Oh, wait, we do have a caller calling in, so let's go ahead and grab that call real quick yeah. here. If I can remember how to do this live. Hello, caller. This is LB. Hey, it's Amy Yamada. Hey, Amy, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I am fantastic. It is so good to hear your voice. Hey, Amy, it's yeah. Vanessa. Hey, girl. How's it going, Hi, Amy, it's Amalia. Hey, how's it going? It is going fabulous. We've been sitting here chatting about unsavvy guests. Yes. yes. Do you hear my sex talk, Amy? <laughs> Do you have any, you any know, quick little tips about unsavvy guests and how you deal with them? Well, I, I don't know what you've covered already. I, I just tuned in for the last couple of minutes. But, um, of course, there's always people who have a little too much to drink. And then 
Um, I, I'm thinking about one person in particular who was hanging all over everybody, who and we didn't want him to be, you know. Oh, so, and just kind of being a close talker, that part of it too, which that can be relevant in either you know inebriated situations or not when people are in your personal space and you're yeah. like, okay, too close, too close. And men, men and women can be guilty of this, and it's just it makes it makes you feel uncomfortable. And I'm you know a touchy feely person and I always wants to hug everybody, but I don't want to be in their face because that is just there's like a line you know everyone has kind of a comfort zone and then there's that uncomfortable either hanging all over you or being right up in your face when they're talking to you especially if they've just had like onions for lunch or something (laughs) so how did you deal with this person um you know i just kind of i'm always i try to take the friendly approach and just kind of i try to pull away kind of give a little signal but just like you know don't don't get too close it's not comfortable and and um kind of shrug it off initially if they are really aggressive about it then i think it's it's important to just say something say you know you're kind of in my space a little bit you know and, and you can do it lightheartedly so it's not making the other person embarrassed or anything like that but i'd rather say something and let them know that it makes me uncomfortable so that hopefully they don't do that to other people as well than not say anything at all you know or make some kind of huge scene i'm not someone who likes to do that either so i just try to take the high road be respectful and just say you know, you're kind of in my space right now, so I like you, but don't make me not like you. No, I won't say it like that, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, that's a good, but you know what I find ironic when you're talking about, uh, you, you use the term embarrassing themselves, and and we are always, I think by nature, we are very caring and giving people a lot of times. Yeah, we are. And mm-hmm. when you when you think about saying, you know, I don't want them to embarrass themselves, they already are. They already, I know. They're it's so embarrassing themselves. So for you to step up and say something, you're not adding to the embarrassment. They're already there. They're present and accounted for. You are mm-hmm. So true. It's okay. To and is it know. ignorance? I don't know. Is it, is it how they were raised? I, I have no idea. Or is it just, no, uh, it's okay to say no. I've had somebody do it to me, and why it's flattering. I'm like, uh, could you not do that? I'm, I'm on, you know, and we talk, you know, you heard us earlier. We, you know, we're very open in our talking, but sometimes it's just kind of like, no, not now. Yeah. Away, <laughs> right? Yeah, I gotta love it. Well, you're still fine, Amy. I'm sure you just get hit on left, left and, and right. right. <laughs> um, you know what? And, though, I feel like silly with your you're so sweet. Up. You flatter me. Yes, you flatter me. You know, it's, it's one of those things where I, I think it's whatever energy you put out there, though. You know how some people they exude like, please come hit on me right now. Oh, or yeah. they exude more of like, hey, I want to hang out and be friendly. I want to, you know, sometimes that can be confused with flirting. Sometimes I will, I will oh, admit yeah. that men sometimes confuse me for flirting when I'm just being myself. But right. I just try to make it more of a friendly approach. I'm married, you know, and it's just like, hey, we can all be friends. We can hang out. We can have a good time. Um, but I'm not here to just be like, hey, yeah. check me out, you know. I mean, yeah. we all like to look good, feel good and all that. But it's like I'm, I want to have fun at the events that I go to, whether it be networking or fashion events or galas or conferences. It's just Let's have a good time. Let's all learn something or meet people or celebrate whatever we're celebrating and, you know, not be unsavvy. It's it's okay to say something, too, because not to defend everybody, but there are some people who do it and they don't realize they're doing it. And sometimes if you Mm -hmm. say something, they go, oh, oh, sorry. And then they're fine. Yeah. You know. Right. It never hurts. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I agree with your approach. You want to try to be as nice as possible for as long mm-hmm. as possible. And then I think it was uh, uh, Patrick, I can't remember his last name, the dirty dancer guy who, who'd said Swayze? it. Yeah, Swayze. Be nice until it's time not to be nice. It's okay to be <laughs> Ooh, nice. good one. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and then you can hammer it. So That's tell me a bumper sticker. Yeah. You've got some fun events coming up. So give us give a heads up. Give us the inside story on some of this. Yeah, well, uh, one of the events I have coming up is not your typical 
event where everybody goes at the same time, but it's called Celebrity Smiles and Hollywood Makeovers. And there is this outstanding cosmetic dentist in, Seattle, or in Bellevue, excuse me, uh, Dr. Baird, and he's, been, he's had his practice for 25-plus years or something like that. And it's happening next Wednesday, the 26th. And what, what people can do is sign up for their complimentary appointment where they get an actual trial smile where they use some kind of a composite filling type situation where they are actually able to, to give you the smile you've always dreamt of having like celebrities do, but without committing to the full-blown, okay, I'm going to get my entire mouth veneered, you know? So it's, it's a way for you to idea. achieve that smile. What's that? I said that is a fabulous idea. I love that. And, and yeah. it's complimentary, so you don't feel like you're, you're losing anything. You're not losing anything, and it's not, it's something that's very temporary, and it's not painful. Most people can go in and, and just have a half-hour um, mock trial, trial smile appointment and see what it would look like. And then we also have a Hollywood makeup artist. Her name is Ashley Danielle, and so she'll actually do a makeover for the women or men who want to have makeup done. And, um, and then they can take a photo, maybe make it their new profile pictures for their social media. Um, but it's a really great chance to see your next version of yourself, you know, and, and see how fabulous you look. And if you so desire to take that next step of saying, okay, you know what, this is something that I've always wanted to be more confident in with my smile because that's one of the first things people see. It's a good first impression. Um, it's a way to see that, feel it, have that confidence and say, is this something I want to commit to now or maybe sometime in the near future? Oh, so it should be really fun. That. But people do need to sign up for their actual trial smile appointment because we're going to fill it up pretty quickly. And it's it's not a big event where we're asking for hundreds of people to attend. We've got, you know, anywhere between eight and ten spots. So people can call in. Um, they just need to call Dr. Barrett's office at 425-455-0795. Um, and, um, and then they can schedule their appointment. Awesome. That is that's yeah. cool. I love it. And then you have yeah. one other event coming up, and this is more of a retreat. Yeah. And yes. you, had your, you had one here a couple of months ago. It was very, very successful. And I love that you get people away to do this. Absolutely. You know, it's, there's something to be said. I know we've had some lovely weather here recently, but there's something you said about getting away and being in the sunshine. And we're going back to La Quinta, California, which is right near Palm Springs. And this is for women. It's a Renew You Retreat for women. And I partnered with top personal trainer and nutrition coach, Katie Wygant. And it is just the most priceless experience. Um, we stay at a gorgeous villa that sits on the PGA West golf course. We've got a private pool. We've got a personal chef. We've got massage therapists. We do all different types of workouts, workshops, meditation. It's really a way to get centered and set the intention for when you come home. Oh, I love it. So where would people mm -hmm. go to find out more information about this? Yeah. So what they can do is just go to renewyouretreats.com and then fill out the information there so that I can send them directly all the information for this particular retreat with the itinerary, available packages. We only have got a couple of spots available. Again, this is for women. Sorry, guys. But um, <laughs> it's going to be a phenomenal experience, and I can't wait to meet these last two women that are going to fill these spots. Oh, I love it. And please put the um, go ahead and post it on the Socially Savvy page so that people can find it easily, too. I will. I will. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your support on this. It's awesome. You bet. Well, thank you for calling in, and I look forward to seeing you, hopefully, at some of these events coming up here. Oh, you got it. I'll see you girls mm -hmm. soon. See you later. <laughs> Take Bye. care. Bye-bye, Amy. All right. Bye-bye.
We just love hearing Amy's cheery voice. I love her, and she, you yes. know, she's a lot like all of us. She's a very out there socially, so she comes across a lot of stuff too. Yes, she's awesome. Okay, so we're gonna um, do another tasting here in a second. But while we prepare for that tasting, um, I wanted to touch base and do the uh, socially acceptable. Um, you know, socially acceptable and unacceptable. Those are our lovely ways of getting straight to it. We're not beating around the bush here. Okay. Um, my socially acceptable is um, it's acceptable for you to make an appearance. You don't always have to stay in an event. I think people show up and they feel like once they're there, they feel obligated, like they have to stick around. Um, and so a lot of people won't make a pop-by or a pop-in. Yeah. I think it's really important for people to understand that, no, it is okay for you to pop in, to, to be a part of an event or to just, you know, give your, your, your pleasantries or your best regards and, and make that appearance and, and feel like it's okay to, to leave. And, and because we all have very busy lives. Agreed. Yeah, I'm tough. half and half on that because, you know, I had a birthday party this past year and I had a couple friends that showed up and left. Like, they showed up for a few minutes and these are like more like acquaintances, but, you know, still. I had some of those, yeah, this last weekend too. I don't, you know, I don't even want to see you. Like, oh, see, I I loved it. I thought it was great that the, the, the people no, who popped in. I want to hang out. You're here. Let's kick it. What's up? <laughs> and they're like, there. They're like, hi, I'm a Catholic. Oh, I just want to stop by and say happy birthday to you. And I'm like, yeah, what are you guys drinking? What's up? And I was like, oh, no, we're leaving. I'm like, really? Well, they came by to say hi to you. Yeah, I'm a half and half on that. I'm a half and half. You are on cracking that. me up. Oh my god. <laughs> you are like you you are huh? like the you are like the redheaded stepchild on the show. <laughs> I am. I am the redheaded stepchild. Okay, so yes, Amalia, do Amalia. you have a socially acceptable where something I don't that, know, I like that one and I don't think I have a negative reaction to it. I mean I guess it would depend who it is. If it was like my best friend or my mom, like you can't yeah. just like stop by on my birthday but if it's like an acquaintance like i get it like, yeah thanks for coming um what about you know. what about you Tracy? Acceptable, unacceptable. yeah do you have a well we're just doing the acceptable now so do you oh. have a, a situation where socially acceptable is one of those things like you feel like you have to kind of call it out because people kind of go well is that okay is that not okay yeah this is okay it's okay to call people out it yes, is. it is very okay to call people I'm, out. I'm fine with that. You know, I was on the fence a while ago, and then now as I've dealt, you know, selling wine, <laughs> you know, because people like, I, people try to call me out, you know, who are, uh, and I say this delicately for those that are listening. I understand that people have challenges and they go through life and everything else, but I have found that those that are recovering something, I sell wine, they'll come to me and they'll sit there and say, hey, you know, you're trying to showcase wine, and I have to call them out and say, no. It's not about drinking. It's about the act of being with friends and enjoying it. And so it's like, that's my, you know, it's okay to call somebody out. Like I called the person out who was doing something to me, and it's like, don't do that. That's not cool. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and again, I think that we're we're at a crossroads with where we are socially um, in our personal and our, our um, extended networks of, of people where we've got to start redefining what we want our social experience to be yes if we don't then we have nobody to blame but ourselves and that's where that that funny little line comes in because most of us were raised to be socially nice. proper or yes. politically correct and you know you can take politically correct and shove it right where the sun doesn't shine as far as i'm concerned because politically correct has gotten us nowhere in this country well, that's why i think the, the, the 50 shades of gray and like those books that yeah. are like that 
and we'll talk about this next week as well, and I won't go into too much detail, but one of the biggest aspects of that book was how dominating the man was in this book. Yeah, I heard that. And how passionate he was and how, you know, he just created this atmosphere where she was just guided and directed the whole time through multiple... I still need to read that book. So, you know, when when it comes to that... If we're looking at that, why do, and, and women are craving that. Women are craving men to be the leader. So when we've got. Men these, to be men? Yeah. Yes. And so when you've got these men who are being Just so saying. passive, we have to go to a book to feel masculinity. Are you serious? It's the number one bookseller. Well, okay, so you know we, we may get off topic here a little bit, but yeah. but talk talk about the irony of it is women want men to be men, but then they don't know how to deal with a man being a man. They don't know how to be vulnerable. If and you're take direction, well, and then at the same time, they don't want every aspect. Both sexes have not learned how to balance it. You know, there's a time and a place for yeah. for a man to be. 100% man and woman to be 100% woman. And then there's times yeah. where you need to learn mm-hmm. how, if you're going to be in a functioning long-term relationship or even a short-term relationship, you need to learn that give and take. There is a time to to stand on principle. There is a time to stand and be a certain thing. It's like anything else in life. You're not, you can't be an ass about everything all the time. No, but there's a femininity and, and vulnerability. Right. And there's a reason why a man has a penis and he can stick it into you and you can't stick it into him. Like wow. There is a reason <laughs> for this. And we went there. And we went there. We knew we were not going to get through the show. We knew it. We talked I about tried, it. We knew. I no, tried. you did not. You did not try. You just waited for an opening. I was waiting. You waited for an opening. But the whole point is that the femininity and the masculinity part of this whole process is men can actually have that role and women are craving it. And so when we're looking at the aspects of being savvy, you know, savvy, being acceptable, being unacceptable, is it okay for a man to direct and guide and Directing. create this yes or no partnership with a woman versus I don't know, which is what I hear a lot. Oh, the, what should we do? I don't know. I yeah. don't know. And this is in business. This do. is in relationships. This is in what are we going to have for dinner? This is what are we going to do this weekend? Well, that's what I'm Everything saying. Everything is I don't know. Of, like, who are you? The lack of definity. I don't know. The lack of definity is what creates these bad situations. And, and you're right. It has crossed over not only from our social realm and not having boundaries about what's acceptable and what's not acceptable to our relationships and, and not hey. knowing what your role, what my role is. Hey, I got, I got a quick socially hint. Yes. Okay. So, like, you know, like, you have those friends that, like, conveniently forget that they have money when it comes to pay. So, what you do is, when you get ready to pay, you take your money out and put it on the table. So, that way, they have to pay. Oh, that's nice. You know, you know those this kind of friends. Splitting the bill. Yeah. Oh, they yeah, are splitting good. the bill. They're the ones who are like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. They come out. It's like, okay, where's the bill? Oh. Why do people do that? Actually, you know how I get around that now? Hmm. When the waiter comes over with the bill, I, I ask them, oh, could you please separate those checks for us? I appreciate it. I'm, I've had a little bit too much to drink. I don't want to try to do math. You make a funny. Yep. I like that. You make a funny. It's true. Okay, well, before we move on, Miss Amalia, I know you have some fabulous things coming up, and we would love for you to tell us about them before you have to scooch out oh here. Oh, my goodness. Now I have to try to remember. Now you have to try to remember. Okay, you have so, so many things. Well, with fashion weeks coming up and play and all this stuff, I mean, oh, my gosh. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so Fem City Seattle is a partner with uh, Bellevue Collection for Bellevue Fashion Week this year. Wow, that's awesome. Are, I know, isn't that awesome? Mm. Well, not the whole thing, but we are supporting the in, their first independent designer runway show, which is so next excited. Wednesday, on the 26th, same night as Amy's. Oh, sorry, Amy. And we're going to try to get over to cover that. Yeah, and it's at um, it's at the Hyatt here, it's at 630. It's really awesome what Bellevue Collection is doing because they – 
created this environment for independent designers to come in and pitch their line and pitch their business line and How pitch nice. their creativity. And sometimes they need that help. Oh, it's it was, I mean, the it's opportunities like a local they're giving to them is amazing. So they came in. They had ten minutes to pitch. They brought in their collections. There was a whole panel. Laura Cassidy from. Uh, Seattle Met Magazine, she's a fashion editor, and uh, executives from Bellevue Collection, and Fem oh, City, and FGI, and um, eight of them made it into this show, and it's being headlined by Lizzie Parker and Vion Hunter from NBC Fashion Star. Oh, I'm so excited um, for these people. And at the end, so Bellevue Collection then said, think of your pie-in-the-sky um, show, come back, present us with your concept boards, and we will do our best with our production team, with sound, with hair, with makeup, professional nice. models to make your vision reality. Ah, I love it. And this is not something that independent designers can do on their own because oh, the no. price tag is insane. Yes. Um, if you pick up this month's issue of Vogue, there's a four-page pullout of Bellevue Fashion Week. It's a big flipping deal. Wow. I love um, it. So on the 26th, you'll be able to sh- you'll see eight different local designers with the wow, production support of Bellevue Collection. I love this. So where Amazing. can people go to find out more information about uh, this? They can go to femfessionals.com or they can go to Bellevue Collection, Bellevue Fashion Week website. Um, one winner, one designer at the end of this will be given a $5,000 plus business grant to help their business grow, oh, which Fem it. City Seattle is all about, helping small businesses. Yay! So it's awesome. And uh, then you have one more event like two days later. We do. We're capping off Bellevue Fashion Week on Saturday the 29th. Uh, we'll be at Ruth Chris Steakhouse in the uh, rooms up above. We're doing a headshot session 2.0 because in my life as a PR person, everybody needs a good headshot, damn it. Yes. yes. And it's hard for professionals. I mean, whether you're like it's hard to find somebody mom. who can get you a good yeah. headshot. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom who has a small business that you're wanting to do or, you know, a professional, or whatever. Or maybe you just would like a nice headshot. Yeah, for your LinkedIn or your Facebook or whatever. Or, yeah, for your kids to look, oh, my mom looked hot. Yeah, right? <laughs> so for 45 bucks, you can come. We'll do, we're doing hair, makeup. Oh, I love um, that. We're, we have stylists on hand. We have a professional photographer. Come, have some food, mingle. Get your Wonderful. hair, makeup done, headshot, leave with the one high-resolution photo that can be printed or online for 45 Yay. bucks. You can't beat it. Awesome. Can't beat it. Awesome. Yeah. Femfessionals.com. So come join us. We're fun. Yay. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. Thank you for having me. You bet. I'm excited. We're going to try to come pop in and cover both of your events. I'm going to try to do more than a pop in. Well, I would love for you to pop in. Yes. And We've got our little recording mic, so maybe we'll try to get a few interviews if you'll let oh, us behind stage that would be there. Great. So if you can get me that heads up to be able to go backstage and get some interviews. Yeah, and I need a preview of next week's show because I won't be able to be here, but I'm going to need to call in or something. Definitely sure do a call a in. Yeah, yeah you're going to learn a lot. Oh, we're yeah. going to share in. So just, just a heads up, listeners, next week's show is not going to be for everyone. It's going to be an adult only. It's adult going only. to be socially savvy sex talk. Yes, it is. Lots of sex talk. We're going to be going over the new and updated toy. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> okay, no, we're not ready for that yeah, yet. Yeah, we're not ready yet. We're not ready for that for yet. For kids, yeah. Yes, Keep going. No. Kids, these are not toys to be talked about. Oh, I don't Lord think there are many kids talk to our, listen to our show anyway. All right, socially savvy hints. Um, my socially savvy hint, which we've kind of bounced all over the place today, uh, my socially savvy hint is know what being a guest means. If you've been invited somewhere, know know what that looks like. Know know that it's a privilege and that you are not entitled to anything. Um, 
I am dumbstruck by how many people really just seem to think that when you extend an invitation to them, that that is carte blanche for them to um, do whatever the hell they want and be asses or be inconsiderate or take advantage of your goodwill. And I really feel like uh, we need to take it upon ourselves to educate ourselves not to be like that if we want to continue being invited places. Um, If you're a parent... I, I'm going to put it out there. You need to start educating your kids. You know, you have them. Uh, be a part of their lives and start talking to them about this type of stuff. My boys, they know when I'm walking towards the door that I have an expectation level of I don't open my door. They open it for me. There is something called chivalry. And whether they end up with a girlfriend who says, I can get my own damn door, I looked at him and I says, I don't care. You look at him and you go, yes, I am totally aware that you are capable of getting your own door, but this is who I am. And you can stand at the door, but I'm going to open it. And if you decide not to walk through, that's your choice. That's Again, so great that you making that, people take responsibility yeah. for so their choices. Good. That's so good. Don't change who you are or what you want from your expectation out of life because some little brat decides that they're going to stand on some bizarre principle because they feel threatened and they don't know who they are. Teaching right. boys to be men. I'm going to do a dating class on that. <laughs> Chivalry will be gone over. Chivalry, yeah. Chivalry is going, Chivalry. going, you know, being a gentleman, having manners, etiquette. Is that an herb? An herb? Herb. An herb? Yeah, chival. Oh my gosh, you're killing oh, me. Is that, are you talking about marijuana? <laughs> oh, <Lord>. No. <laughs> you said herb. I'm just... <laughs> That's me. Girly Girl Wines, a woman's wine company designed to serve women who are young at heart and enjoy their girly girl time in their daily life. Girly Girl Wines also donates a part of its proceeds to help fund um, raise funds for different kinds of cancer research. To check them out, please go to www.girlygirlwines.com. That's good wine there. I love commercials. They do. Commercials are the perfect exclamation point. <laughs> I love commercials too. All right, let's. You know what I love? You know what I love? I love socially unacceptable. So we are now. I have been socially unacceptable most of the show. You know what? I'm not even. I'm not even going to be pretty and tell you that you haven't. I know. I know. I've been. And actually, I have somebody. One of our listeners, uh, you know, texting me on Facebook here, going, "This is a great show. You tell it like it is. Keep it going." Well. I'll calm it down a little bit. <laughs> okay, so let's just explain that it's that there are times and places where you can be out there, you can throw it out there, but there are definitely times and places where you know, you know, and that's one of the things I love about you, Anissa, is you'll go out and if you think you can push the limits, you do. But then when you're in certain settings, you do go that extra mile to make sure people are comfortable yeah. around oh, you. Oh yes, um, you know, somebody brought up the thing. Do okay. you always talk about sex? It's like no, no you don't, and. Uh, you do have a, an awareness about you to to know what you should be saying. And it's not even so much always about what you should be saying, but what you are saying to make sure people around you are comfortable. Yeah. And, that, again, that's the, that's the epitome of a social experience is for everybody to have a good time. For everybody to have a good time, there needs to be a level of comfort around yes. everybody. Um, and, you know, if you have the right type of environment where you can be a little spicy and, and mix things up, then, of course, that creates you know, a, a whole fun, different dynamic to the event. But you have to educate yourself. You have to know when that's appropriate. Oh, absolutely. When I do my dating classes or when I'm doing my singles events, like I did a, a singles event yesterday. Are there warning labels? No. <laughs> yesterday I took a whole group to church. So, I mean, that was a whole, that was my that's Sunday. That's a whole, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this was like, hey, here's Spirit Sunday. 
That's what I called it, Spirit Sunday. We had singles come together. We all went to dinner, and then afterwards we all went to a nice service. Because eventually these singles want to create partnership. They want to create a relationship. They want to create love. They want to create, you know, engagement, marriage, uh, children even in the future. So, you know, great sex would be the added bonus necessity, you know. So I would love to be that person that allows all those areas to be formed and welcomed right. in context of conversation. Yeah. Yes. So. What? Yes. Yeah. Jason. It's a good thing. You have to – I was thinking that she was saying that defining people – of like-mindedness works. Oh, I definitely agree. And you know what? That is a that is a hint, or I should say that that would be a a socially savvy how to deal with um, unsavvy guests before the event is um, when you're inviting people. Think about it. Think about who you're inviting. Oh, yeah. I think sometimes people invite people because they feel obligated. Uh, when you have a very specific demograph uh, event. Don't feel like you have to invite somebody just because they're close to you or it's kind of like you. You know, you're a co-host on the show. You don't invite me to all your singles events because, uh, well, I don't know. I've been married forever in a day. I mean, back to biblical times. So, you know, what what sense would that make for you to be inviting me to all of your, your singles events? Um, you know, and of course, I don't feel offended, but I think there are those people who kind of like, well, why wouldn't you invite me? Think about it for a minute. If you're not invited to something, it may not be anything about you other than it's not necessarily an environment where you're going to fit in. You're just going to end up standing over in the corner or off to the side. Or what and do you I have to bring to the event? I this in some cases, and this is kind of going out for an informational site. If you do see a girlfriend or guy friend that is doing certain social events and you would like to be included and you don't want to overstep that, should I invite myself? Should I do that? What should I do to express that? The next time you see that person, go, hey, I saw that event. How was it? Yes, and then, ask and about ask the event. how it was and go, oh, if you ever do that in the future. That sounds like it would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, definitely. I didn't know yeah. you'd be – I thought you were so – I have a lot of people tell me, Renessa, you're so busy, I figure you could never come. <laughs> Renessa, you're so busy, you probably won't be able to make it. And so most, you know, most of the time I'm at my events, like last night, but it would be great to be able to be invited to other fun events that I can go to. That Jason's doing for a Seattle Wine Exchange. I would love to find out those events. I know. I'm excited for him to start doing events. I should. We're waiting. I know. Things are coming. I know. And, you know, that's the other thing is sometimes it just takes a little bit of footwork to get it done right. Launch party. Launch party. We have some fun events coming up. Okay. So we have uh, what's coming up this week. We've got a lot of things coming up this week. Oh, yeah. Greek Festival. Okay, now that's something that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, Greek Festival at St. Demetrius Church over off of 520. It has an annual event that has been going out. Yes, not only is it a beautiful, beautiful grounds, and uh, um, I was actually baptized there, so I have a, you know, I'm very partial to it. Oh, wow. But the culture that goes on there, the... um, uh, foods that are made, the recipes that are utilized there, you just, those aren't recipes that you're going to find in a book. That is great, 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 great grandma and grandpa's cooking. And mm-hmm. you're going to taste some fabulous food. Here's some amazing music. Um, it's really a fun way to, to get into a culture and, and realize just how much the Greek um, community is around in Washington. So. It's actually pretty big. It is. It's huge. It's funny because I'm always running into other Greeks. <laughs> They're like, you're Greek? Well, as far as the church is concerned, yes, I am. <laughs> They're having their festival on Friday, September 21st to the 23rd. Yep, runs Friday so through Sunday. You can see them at www.seattlegreekfestival.com yep. for more info. But Greek's not a party. I've oh, had, Greek's party like rock stars. We used to do Greek nights, 
and they like to get in a circle and do all these fun dances together, kick their legs up in the air. Yeah, the only thing to I remember mean, about Greek dancing is it is going to get faster. So you either step out of the circle or you get run over. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Thanks. Don't forget that um, your local farmer markets are still going strong for the next couple of weeks. So um, go to your sure. local pages and check out uh, the farmer's markets in your area so you can get those uh, last fresh vegetables and, um, you know, check out the local artists, all the, the fun little crafts and stuff that, you know, your next chance after they shut these down is going to be at the um, the Christmas bazaars and stuff. Now, LB, this Friday you're going to be featured at the G5 event. I'm really excited, I'm excited about, excited this. about I'm this. I'm a little too. intimidated, but I'm a little excited. I'm going to be dressing up in something that's going to be a little bit different for the party. Oh, Lord. Because I'm one of those guests that just thinks that she can do whatever she wants. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you've cleared this one with Darnell. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I've talked to Darnell already. I'm sure. <laughs> so we're going to have fun. And LB, you get to be the judge. I get to be this one of exciting. the fashion host judges, yes, and, and going around and, and you know, just chatting with people about their, their choices in attire and, and what fashion means to them and um, I've got my dress picked out. I'm running like crazy to make nice. sure that I can fit into it, running away from everything I ate this weekend. <laughs> um, I'm sure you're going to look fabulous. It's going to be a ton of fun because it's going to be at the Columbia Tower. Yes. It's going to be on the floor below where it normally is because of uh, the remodeling going on. So they're turning that whole floor yeah. into a nightclub. It's 400 people. 400 people, and you're never going to see anything like this again because nope. it's a one-time shot. One-time so shot. One time this year. one's going to be a really, really fun event. And, you know, it's special. This is their five-year anniversary. So um, we're really happy for Darnell and, and the staff of Girl Power Hour for everything that they've been through and, and what they've yes. been able to accomplish. And um, we're really excited to be a part of it. I love it. Okay, so we've got the Independent Designer Fashion Show that we heard about on Wednesday the 26th from starting at 6.30. They're going to have the um, after party at Coral Kitchen. Your price ticket is going to include access to both. Um, then there is uh, some other things that are coming up this week. Dollar per month benefit at Matthew Estates. Join them for a night of wine, music, food, and dancing as they celebrate the work of locally founded dollar per month. Uh, this is a charity that um, has uh, been uh, promoted by Doug um, Clerget on the most recent season of ABC's hit reality show, The Bachelorette, the Emily Stephen. Um, and uh, the model is simple. You can donate as little as a dollar per month to DPM and uh, be a part of their movement. So yes. if you would like some more information, go to www.dollarpermonth.org or go to Matthew Estate. Then they have the information and the link for this one. That they do. They're going to be having, um, I believe, some of the same DJs and some of the same setup as they had for the white party. So yeah. it'll be a blast. Really excited for them. Oh, All right. And then we got the Nordstrom Fall Fashion Show coming up where the Hyatt Regency is going to be doing this great event. A runway show spotlighting the best of contemporary and emerging designers benefiting the uh, Debt Left Shrimp Foundation. If you get there early, there's cocktails and hors d'oeuvres. Yes. I heard. The date on this is going to be this weekend, is it? Is it this weekend? Yes, it is this yes. weekend. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, no, no. This is the 20. This is going to be right after Amalia's event. So it's the next night. And wow, our notes are really clear. Oh, so fine. Go to the, um, you can go to Nordstrom's or. Uh, 
go to Bellevue Fashion Week and you can literally get the full listing of all of the fashion shows that, that are going true. on, all of the events. There's some uh, beauty makeover events. There's a lot of fun stuff going on. So go there and check it out. Love it. For all of our socially savvy fans, be sure to look us on Facebook to be entered into our, our drawings for prizes from our savvy sponsors. We announce them at the beginning of the month. We want to thank our sponsors for the show today. I'm Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery, Spazos and Redmond, um, Canoe Ridge Vineyards, Daniel's Broiler, Prada Candy, um, Sweet Lounge, Blue Shoes Media, Valentina Fragrances, Coda Lee, Bellevue Cosmetics. So everyone take care and have a socially savvy week. Have a good night, guys. Adios. See you next week.